On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and it's been quite a week over here. In case you didn't tune into the very end of our last episode and know we won't hold it against you, we don't even get that far ourselves. We just launched a Patreon. Yes, it only took us four years, but that's just because we only wanted to bring you lovelies the best of everything. So if you want to listen to ad-free episodes, join the Pierogi and Pizza fan club, hear extended interviews, or just help us keep the lights on, dive into the episode description and smash that link. Oh, and please remember to stan your favorite pod responsibly. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business. So I found somebody at a Limp Biscuit concert throwing her phone at Fred Durst, and she is... Kaylin, your cocktail artist. And our guest today is a multi-talented, multi-instrumentalist with an uncanny knack for a hook. He first caught our attention with his wacky, whimsical videos on TikTok, and it seems like we're not the only ones since he boasts a combined 500,000 followers on TikTok and Instagram. Hailing from Connecticut, his love affair with music began back in 2001, when the Shrek soundtrack, and specifically All Star by Smash Mouth, changed his life forever, igniting a passion he's pursued ever since. Didn't that change everybody's life forever, though? Not just his? We will get into that, because it changed mine as well. (laughs) But after earning a degree in audio engineering, he embarked on a thrilling career, including a brief but eye-opening stint at a guitar pedal manufacturing company in Nashville, but it was music that called him, leading him to create incredible tracks that transcend personal experiences and resonate with listeners on a profound level. He's here today to talk about his latest, Always Thinking About You, the music video of which dropped last Friday. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Carter Vale to the pod. Wow, thank you so much for having me. That was a great introduction. Written that... by ChatGPT, right, Anthony? Really? <laughs> no, it was Lily. <laughs> I was literally about to say, oh, was it not ChatGPT? Oh, no. Um, sometimes I use ChatGPT as like a jumping off point. Yeah. I'm like, can you put all of these like different points I want to talk about in sentences? Yeah. And that's only if Lily is busy. That's fair. <laughs> Slowly being phased out. We, I was, ha- we I was... have to make sure we take care of the people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very nervous about the whole ChatGPT thing. And so, but that was fantastic fantastic i loved the intro i was very excited and a little uncomfortable hearing so much about myself <laughs> i told you when you came in i don't need you to like have small talk yeah. with me at all i know Just everything about you you have, you have a, a a binder full of notes right now yeah we're kind yes. of creepy we know all of the surface level stuff about artists right we want to know how your mom hurt you Oof. 
Yes, we'll get into it. <laughs> I'm yeah. ready. You've got cocktail to drink soon enough, as yeah. long as we can get ourselves in. And I want to mention, because we, we said this off air, one of the reasons you're here is because we saw your reel begging us to be on a podcast. Well, uh, not us specifically, but begging the, the podcast world. podcast world, yes. Yes. I, I, I just think that podcasts are a lot of fun. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of music. And so no one ever invites me to be on podcasts. And I was like... This is ridiculous. Someone at some point has to ask me to be on a podcast. So I figure I'll put I'll manifest it into the world. And now here I am. It worked. Yeah. Anthony's been obsessed with your videos for so long that when it, this opportunity was posted. Obsessed is a strong word. Every time he's like, oh, my God, this cow thing. Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times that phone has been in my face with your face on it. We're, we're, I'm very we're, excited about that. <laughs> we will get into that later. I, I promise it's not creepy. I promise that nothing that's, creepy about it. <laughs> the creepy part was the introduction. That was the, the scary <laughs> bit. We're going to get into your music too. But first, I want to hear what everyone has been listening to recently. What has been on your Spotify playlist, music or podcast, since you listen to a lot of podcasts? Yeah. In terms of music, let's see. You know, on the way here, I was listening to U2. I'm not usually a big U2 guy, but it came up on the radio. And then I was like, well, I'm going to have to dive back into that. And so I was listening to like some of the old hits from U2. That shit rocks. I also, the most recent thing that I, I listened to, that or the, the most recent new thing that I listened to was the song Bug Art by Sweet Joey Vermouth. What? Do you guys know this person? No. Nope. Oh Sweet Joey Vermouth. God. I, <laughs> this guy, I, I'm going to not, I'm not going to do it any justice, but he makes this bug art. He's like, it'll be like a drawing of Mitch McConnell, and then he'll like put bug stickers all over it. <laughs> And this is just like, it's all on TikTok. And at the end, he'll laminate it and just throw it away. And it's the, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. And the soundtrack to the whole thing is him. It's his song called Bug Art. And it, you have to listen to it. It's insane. And anyway, that's, that, that's the, the, the music art. I'm listening to right now. <laughs> but what else are you listening to then if that's just... If that's just the music? The music side. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I've been going deep on Dungeons and Dragons podcast recently. <sighs> God, yeah, such a guilty pleasure. It's, I love They're it. So long, yeah. It's, oh my God, I'll listen to I'll listen to like three hours of D twenty Dimension oh, Twenty. Oh my gosh, I love it. Fun fact: I worked on one of those seasons. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it was the the all women one. Yeah, that, I did the audio for that one. Was that um, cool guy over here? That's fucking sick. Was Brendan Lee Mulligan still DMing it? Yeah. Does he I, not I do it anymore? Is well, he no. Done? There's there's like certain okay. seasons that he doesn't DM. Yeah, that just shows you how like how much I watch it slash listen myself. Self. That's wild, man. Please That's hire so me cool. again. Please hire me again. It was a lot of fun. Was it a lot of fun? That's yeah. good. I used to do a lot of college humor stuff before, like they downsized to a storage unit in Van Nuys. Yeah. Now it's just dropout, right? Yeah, that's I it. I, yeah. I think I visited you on set once to drop off something you forgot. That <laughs> sounds like it's happened many times. Yeah. That is so crazy. I probably listened to upwards of two hundred or three hundred hours of Brendan Mulligan DMing. Like I'm, I went, <laughs> I'm pretty deep on it, and so I have a lot of questions about that. That's amazing. Wow. I'm yeah. glad that it was fun because if you were like, no, it was a nightmare set. I've been like, dang it, and that just ruined no, no, three hundred no. hours was, of my life. It was really fun. It was really great. I feel like that's, that's what cool. makes good content is when you're having fun, and time flies when you're having fun too are we gonna get into this bar soon yeah please tell me what you've been listening to kaylin i've been listening to could be magic by zoya it's a newer song so i haven't 
really listened to it to the full like hundred times capacity yet. But it gives it gives that sort of like somebody's making you feel really nervous and excited. And it's like they know how to push your buttons. They know how to excite you. And it's just like, oh, I want that. I want somebody to make me excited like that. I want somebody that knows all my buttons and I'm just going to be excited like, oh, what are they going to do next to make me want them more? And then Silver Lining by Super Duper and Daniela Mason. It's basically a super fun, exciting, perfect for summer electronic pop song good to blast with you know the sunroof i don't have a sunroof anymore damn it windows down going down the freeway on the way to the beach it's perfect song for that Mm, those are two great songs there what have i been listening to i've been listening to the new albums by post malone and travis scott but mostly more than that i've been listening to the discourse about lizzo right now (laughs) yeah yeah. I'm so upset. I'm like, I'm kind of diving into this into this rabbit hole a little bit. I mean, if you listen to Intuit, that's Vulture's pop culture podcast. They just had like a little mini roundtable about it, which is like, you know, even if these allegations didn't happen, like she's crossing like some pretty serious lines, fraternizing with her dancers, like with her employees. She didn't set out like the, the whole thing is she didn't set out to make herself like a brand. She wanted to be a singer. And so she's kind of like injecting herself in a way that most pop stars won't. It's like you got to realize at the end of the day that these are your employees and like boundaries are going to boundary lines are going to get blurred. Yeah, yeah don't, it's go, like a don't get thing. up in the club with your with yeah. your employees. That's not OK. Yeah, this uh, the main takeaway, like you should just listen to this episode. It's really great. But the main takeaway is if you have anything to lose, don't go to the second location. That's a really good. That's a good rule in general to not. Yeah. That's a good rule to not get murdered. Yes. Like, don't, <laughs> don't shit where you eat. Yeah. <laughs> also a good a good technique. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I've. I just. I. I know a very surface level amount on on the mm-hmm. the, the Lizzo stuff. But yeah, it seems disappointing, and it, it seems like too bad. I don't know enough to like speak on it really. Kay- but it's too bad. Kaylin's a huge fan of Lizzo, and I think more importantly about like Lizzo's platform. Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, yeah. she speaks for a lot of people that right. don't get spoken for. And I mean, there's great artists like Beyonce, but Beyonce doesn't really represent both physically and in her life the average person, whereas oh, Lizzo yeah. does. Lizzo comes from humble beginnings and is still humble herself, I'm assuming. Well, yeah, she's and trying then, to hang out with her employees and right. shit's happening. She's trying to be down to earth and cool, and she speaks during her shows to things that matter to the average person. And that's really what, to me, makes her a great artist. Not that she's a great flautist or that she's a great singer, but that she uses right. her platform to promote true, honest people in this world. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the main things we can take away from whatever it is that's happening, like even if Lizzo ends up going away in some form, and I don't think she will. She's not going to go not, away. But, so, yeah. but like, I think worst case scenario, like these ideas that she is speaking to are not going to go away. There's going to be someone after her to pick up that mantle. Like I yeah. think that the awareness that she's brought to like inclusivity and body positivity, like she those are going to live on. She opened a lot of doors. Yeah, oh did. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, they're bigger than her. Yeah. yeah the next wave of representation is definitely going to, I feel like it's, it's going to just, it's, it's going to be bigger and more impressive because yes. yeah, she's, she's allowed like pop stars to kind of be so, so different, mm-hmm. but, you know? Yeah. Well, listeners, if you want to hear more of what we had on repeat, check out our YBLT playlist on Spotify. 
YBLT stands for What Have You Been Listening To? We haven't updated it in a while because, well, I mean, frankly, I'm pretty lazy. But if we get another 20 people to save it, I promise we'll put more music on there. Mostly Carter's music. <laughs> it's just going to be Carter Vale music yes. from here on out. Yep. Every, I it. Every two songs will be a different song by a different artist. Mm. Oh, so it'll be Carter Carter and then someone else mm-hmm. and then Carter Carter. It's gonna, I don't have that much music. It's going to be a short playlist. <laughs> it's okay. We'll just repeat the songs. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and then you get the notification from Spotify that's like, this one's already on the list. Are you sure you want to add it again? Yes. Did I stutter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do as I say. Bot. <laughs> well, you know, y'all, it's 95 degrees outside and I really need something cold to drink. So why don't we head into the bar In order to do that, I need to see your ID, Carter. What do you have to show the bouncer? You know, so I didn't I didn't prepare much, but you mentioned my my ring earlier as as you you asked if I did my homework and I said no. Um, But yeah, I I have this this wonderful ring and I guess it doesn't show that I'm over 21, but it's a it's my family crest. You have um, a family crest? I know, right? My family is over 21. Um, <laughs> in, in fact, it's probably a lot older than that. Um, yeah, I have a family crest. I have a family motto. I'm a bougie, bougie boy. Wait, what um, is your family motto? Uh, it's Kikwa Unduqua, which means he who believes in God believes. Um, mm. I'm not a religious person. No one in my family is. But I guess that's from, you know, 500 years ago when, when we were. I'm just impressed you have a family. I know. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. Uh, Not everybody has those, you know. That's true. That's a very good point. I'm very lucky to have a family and a family motto. The the, the pairing is fantastic. And a crest. That just means you've got some history, I I think. I know. Yeah. We were French nobles way back in the day. Ooh. Didn't didn't translate to now. uh, None of that wealth trickled down. Yeah. The trickle down theory Uh, doesn't doesn't actually work. work. Isn't that weird? Someone should contact someone about that. What what kind of history with guillotines did your family have? (laughs) Very negative. I'd assume. (laughs) I mean, I don't have any specific record of a veil being beheaded. But I mean, you wouldn't. statistically, it seems like I should. Yeah, that's a good point. No one. Uh, they can't tell no the veils. story if exactly. they don't have a head. Yeah. All, at least someone made it out. So that's good. Did we get in? Did the bouncer accept that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, they did. My French and, nobility passport. Yeah. French nobility passport. <laughs> and we don't have any guillotines in here either. So so I think you're safe. We I'm put them here. away if we did have them. Yeah. And I think, Kaylin, we're going to need some drinks. But first, I since Eric and Lily and Jamie are all... Uh, MIA today. It's my job <laughs> to play the music on our magical jukebox. Don't mess it up. I feel like um, all I need to do is wave my magic wand and then it just does its thing. It seems to work that way. But today we are going to be listening to Always Thinking About You by Carter Vale, a great song, a breakup song, a fun song to dance to. There's a lot going on there. I like to dance Ooh. when I've gone through a breakup. Yeah. Yeah. How much are you crying when you're dancing? Mm, depends depends on the song this one not at all Hmm. this one it's just so upbeat and summery and it just makes me think like yeah i'm gonna keep moving through this i had some good times i had some bad times but we're gonna we're gonna move on but you see that that actually like this hit me harder than most breakup songs and i want to get into it later like kaylin and i i think we had two different reactions to like Oh, yeah. This song. <laughs> but yeah, we can get into all that later. Right now, we need something to drink. Kaylin, what have you paired with this vibe? 
I I have not named it yet. Anthony, you were supposed to come up with the name for me. Or maybe we can come up with it afterwards. Oh, yeah, we got to come up. We Can we, is that is that part of the podcast? Well, it is I now. Actually, you invented this? Yes. That's so exciting. So, so because you obviously, you know, answered some questions, we found out some deep, deep, dark secrets about yeah. your, your flavor enjoyment. So this is rye whiskey okay. and banana syrup that I made myself. Oh my God, it smelled so good in this apartment. And then I made a coconut lime tennis ball, which is your ice cube there. And uh, the first thing that you're going to do actually is you're going to lick the rim. I Uh, always do. The first thing is the Szechuan peppers. I ground them up so that they're a little bit easier to consume, but they're not Mm. spicy actually. It's almost like a bitter taste at first. And then you get this acidic, but it's almost like a numbing buzz feeling that you get. So I liked this idea of like, you know, you can't stop thinking about somebody and you can't get them out of their head, even though they're gone. And even though you want them back, sometimes they're stuck. And that flavor sticks with you as you drink this cocktail. So enjoy. Mm. It's extra cold. I chilled the glasses and everything because it's 95 fucking degrees outside. So cheers. Uh, enjoy the interstellar experience which i think is what the name of the cocktail should be the interstellar experience which i was going to ask you what the hell is interstellar tennis (laughs) the interstellar tennis championship i am so excited about this cheers everyone it's good to chew the peppers a little bit you know oh my gosh kind of funky it's a weird flavor are we are we just symbolically cheers Cheers. because we're too far away cheers cheers dot mp3 Jpeg. <laughs> Tunes and Tumblr spam stick around because when we come back, we're talking to Carter Vale all about always thinking about you and his musical journey, but mostly about bugs. Back to the uh, to the therapy session, Tunes and Tumblers fam. Remember to subscribe to the show, follow our socials, and support us on Patreon. Links are all below. We're here sipping an interstellar experience with Carter Vale. Yes. And we're talking about breakups. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay if you sob a little. I think that, you know, when you're when you're among friends drinking yeah. cocktails, you know, reminiscing about the good times and the sad times and the Times in between. Yeah. It's okay. I just cry a little bit. No, I'm I'm, good for you. I'm lucky that I'm a pretty happy person in general. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, if I start crying, that'll be pretty out of character right now. Yeah. It's funny that the always thinking about you song didn't start off as a, as a breakup song. It was. See, Anthony, I told you. We had a whole conversation (laughs) about this. Really? Yeah. So it's interesting because you, you posted the teaser to the song on your, your Instagram slash TikTok where you were basically like, I wrote this song about a relationship and the relationship doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, yeah. here it is. And I'm like, <laughs> what, did he do this all in like a week? Was this just like cathartic songwriting? I was trying to explain to Anthony, like if he just went through a breakup a week ago, I highly doubt that he could have had a finished no, yeah, song ready to go just for that. Yeah, it was, I, I wrote the song like a couple months ago and it wasn't about the breakup. It was just like kind of about the relationship and you know when you're writing songs it's usually not like one-to-one about like your exact life right and so like in the song there's this whole part of it that's like and this is how it ends you know it's like this is the end of a relationship and then i got broken up with 
And I was like, God damn it. Now the song's fucking true. Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Cause at the beginning I was, I listened to it a couple times before I formulated the, this recipe. And I was like, well, this sounds like the beginnings of like a young first starting out. This is exciting. You can't get this person out of your head. Yeah. You're in your bed alone. And I actually watched a commercial while I was watching hours of TV with my client yesterday, but we were watching this commercial and it was just like that. It was like just the the fresh, fresh beginnings of something and like new relationship energy, the warm fuzzies. And these people were so excited about being in a relationship with each other. And I think it was about like laundry detergent because they ended up like the guy brings his fresh, fresh linens to her place. Right. And she just finished making her bed and is all excited like, oh, he's coming over. Yeah. Advertisements that just like tug at the heartstrings. I'm such a sucker for. But then also I get so upset about them. I'm like, <laughs> they shouldn't be advertising downy like this. Like, that's nonsense. <laughs> that's not all right. I actually I think AT&T does some pretty, pretty, pretty heavy hearted, heavy handed emotional stuff, yeah. too. It's kind of rude. You remember the the Budweiser commercials that were uh, like, yeah, the, the which ones? The ones with the, yeah. God damn it. Those got those freaking horses. Their feet just flopping yeah. around. Oh, great horses. They are great. Made me want a Clydesdale, even though I don't really trust horses. I don't like horses what? that much. Anthony, oh, I don't Anthony either. Hates yes. horses too. Fuck horses. Okay, so whoa. Horses, okay. Whoa. This is down. Fuck all horses. Whoa. My Wait. horse Roy would would have would have loved you. you have He's a, just you have a as tall. I had I am a horse girl. My horse's name was Roy. He was very tall. I can't remember how many hands he was because they measure horses right. in hands. Which is uh, a but that's, a, that's a very like imperial English thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Just how many hands, hands is this? Mm-hmm. Fourteen pinkies. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think 16 that's sixteen hands and two pinkies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. A, I don't like that. And that's also like it seems like horses shouldn't be around anymore, especially because when that's and that's a bold statement, but I especially because we measure it in this nonsense metric. Horses still have a lot of use these. days days honestly if i were to make a yelp review of a horse yeah it would just say too tall three stars that's just because you're never mind we're just too big <laughs> like i, I get around a real Anthony's horse i'm like this thing the, is too big i know he's not the tallest of people so when he says something's too big it's just like mm, or are you too small horses are definitely too big they're not they horses were actually to be fair sure too big. i needed a step stool to get up on roy the first time i rode him can I can I throw something else out there? Sure. I think I think horses owning horses are often paired with weird parenting. <laughs> I, think, oh, I will say, uh, you know, my red. I did I, I I am hoping my parents listen to this and support what I'm doing. But also at the same time, aren't all of our parents like really fucking weird? Yeah, yeah. Like definitely. they're people that have no idea what they're doing when they have a kid and yep. then they they act like, oh, I did the best job ever. Yeah. I was the best parent. And it's like to you i i think that i love the like i feel like a lot of parents have the refrain like well we did the best we could and it's like did you do the best you could like you couldn't have tried a little harder now that's not about my parent like i might fucking <laughs> love my parents if they're listening right okay, now so you have perfect will. parents i actually ha i'm lucky to have very good parents. i mean you did come from this like french french wealthy yes. family you've got your crest and everything yeah. the only like downside said, is they they were guillotined so <laughs> so then they how are they gonna listen uh, it's not gonna be easy yeah the, my parents are fucking fantastic i'm very lucky i'm sorry i have another horse thing I, I hate to bring <laughs> you can it back. keep going about horses if you I, want <laughs> the first girl i ever kissed was 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 a horse was a horse <laughs> named roy um no the first the first girl i ever kissed it was probably like sixth grade we went into Ware farm which was the 
the the national park, the only national park in Connecticut. And we hiked, I swear to God, three and a half miles into this just to kiss because we were worried that someone was going to see us. How old were you? I was uh, 28. No, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, I was probably doesn't track. <laughs> it was probably summer going into sixth grade. So we got like deep into the woods. That sounds dangerous for two like elementary school age children. Uh, Wilton, Connecticut is very safe. And like the, the mm. park is really nice. They say that and that's where people get people killed. Get murdered. Yep. Yeah. That's I feel a like really good point. As I like, said, it, I was like, someone's going to get murdered there. Yeah, no joke. I feel like a place like Connecticut is the kind where you like people in California are like, oh yeah, the Midwest, the yeah. East Coast, like rural type areas. Yeah. Those are where all the creepy people live. That's a really good point. There are a lot of creepy people. But so we did that and then we dated for two weeks and then I broke up with her over AIM, which was humiliating. Oh but we broke up and she didn't come to school for like three months and i was like she's devastated turns out she got kicked in the face by her horse oh no <laughs> and so she came back to school and it was like super Mangled. fucked up and oh. i was like jesus christ poor girl yeah yeah <sighs> oh, was it? so you man. broke up with you broke up with her and then she got, she got kicked, kicked in, in the, the face by a horse add insult to in, in, injury to insult i guess is is the way I that know. would go yeah and yeah her horse's horse was named taz it was really sad Anthony's taking a selfie of himself with pizza because pizza is so sleepy on his lap and he's trying to take a nap. But Anthony wants so badly to take a selfie. (laughs) Pizza's exhausted. We talk about the pugs on the pod. They're our mascots. Love it. They are very important to our lives. Yeah, that's a tier of the Patreon is you join the pizza and pierogi fan club. Yeah, it's it's actually the same as the first tier, just one dollar cheaper. I feel like Ah. I feel like we should offer up, you know, some some Some, we'll we'll let you some meet and greets with the pugs. The one hundredth member of the pizza and pierogi fan club gets pierogi or pizza no Anthony they are they are not yours to give away or no the the thing is you're going to own them like shares in a company yes like we are going to take care of them but we'll send you a certificate saying that like you own a share of pizza Madeline please take that do not take that out this is canon like we're just we're just uh it's like in asteroid city where steve carell is just selling like three by three squares of land yeah from a vending machine from a vending machine well i want to draw us back we've kind of been going off the rails and that's great but i want to learn more about you as a person carter and your music so get on my level the shrek and shrek 2 soundtracks are god tier they're fantastic oh yes also smash mouth was my favorite band when i was like 11 and it's because of that soundtrack like i got so into them yeah before that i like my parents raised me on like country music and like the forrest gump soundtrack and savage garden those were like those were my savage garden i don't know savage garden savage garden had like two albums in like the late 90s and they were like the biggest band in the world have you never been to a wedding uh truly madly deeply you know that song no uh i want you a little bit of it um i want i want to stand with you on a mountain great song fantastic song so you do know them i know also yeah then i got introduced to smash mouth and i'm like there's other music yeah and yeah (laughs) so like i want to know just like because it sounds like both you and i had like the same musical awakening moment i love it yeah so like can you tell me a little bit about how you like how that happened for you and how you started integrating that into your songwriting yeah i how i started integrating smash mouth into my songwriting. everyone needs to (laughs) yeah well every morning i wake up and i go how can i best represent smash mouth in my writing today i remember i watched shrek and my dad was like into music i don't i don't come from no 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 one in my family is is a musician but i watched shrek 
and that Smash Mouth song, as well as Accidentally in Love, yes. the Counting Crows song. Mm-hmm. The fact that the Counting Crows was in were, were in that movie is unbelievable. Well, also, actually, didn't they get like a Grammy nomination yes. for like Song I of the Year? I think that's their yeah. only Grammy. Well, and Shrek was actually the first Best Animated Feature that ever got an award for really? Best Animated Feature. It it's, was in 2002. It holds up remarkably well. Yeah. 2002? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it I know. Beat, it's... It beat Monsters, Inc. And it was the very first Holy time that shit. they had that Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's awesome it was a trivia question it's it's so (laughs) good yeah i i think i i i watched that movie i started doing a lot of air guitar because of it because i was just like man that shit rocks and my grandfather who was visiting from australia was like we got to get this kid's this kid guitar lessons how'd your grandpa get from france all the way to australia no that's the the my mom's side is south african Uh, which still doesn't explain why he's australian yeah um but he went to australia and so now i have family in australia i have some south african family actually i don't know if i have anyone left in south africa yeah so i loved that my my grandfather got me guitar lessons i started doing a little bit of guitar lessons and then i kind of just naturally fell into songwriting and yeah i don't listen to smash mouth as much anymore although it came Mm -hmm. up the other day someone was trying to show me some some smash mouth live performances and i was like i don't think i need this anymore I, i think i'm okay without it now um i got what i needed to out of smash mouth they're a gateway drug into the rest of exactly. pop music. I think yep. the only time they ever come out up now is when I say, hey, now. You're an all-star. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I actually have a question because this didn't get answered. What the fuck is Interstellar Tennis? Interstellar Tennis Championship. Yes. Um, that's a really good question. I wrote an EP uh, right in the middle of covid um, like early, early days of COVID, I guess. Um, and I was going totally crazy. I was living in Nashville and my girlfriend at the time was living in Los Angeles and I just spent all day alone making music. So I was going completely nuts. Um, we all were. We were there with you, yeah. but not. Yeah. And so I came up with the Interstellar Tennis Championship as like a short film idea. I don't know anything about film, um, but I was like, maybe I could do this. And then I ended up just writing music about it instead. And I think, yeah, I, I don't totally understand what is it is. Is it like a back and forth thing, but it, the ball gets lost because you're in outer space? And so it's hard. I feel like no. I was trying to come up with a. It's not a metaphor. It's I, not a I metaphor. I was trying to come up with something in my brain. <laughs> yeah. I and think I pe- just couldn't. I think a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, I, some people think of it like, oh, is, what does this like stand for? And it's not that. It's, it's like pure. Uh, it's like an escapism kind of thing mm-hmm. of this is an actual tennis competition that happens in space somewhere. And almost like in a vacuum. Sounds like something mm-hmm. Muse would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it's just a strange or concept. Rose. And then I got like emotionally attached to the whole idea. And so now I tell people I'm the interstellar tennis champion and it's just become part of my persona. There you go. Um, yeah, I did a deep dive into the internet to try to figure out what it, what was. it was. I even read like your blog for like a minute. <laughs> I was like, I need to know what this is. <laughs> Before I put a fucking tennis ball into this cocktail, I need to know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I'm still figuring it out. That this makes next, sense. The next EP that's coming out, the one that Always Thinking About You is on, is off of the Interstellar Tennis Championship Volume Two. Right. So is, uh, I want you on there too. It is. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, fucking earworms. <laughs> I appreciate it. Anthony's actually been listening to just your music. Not just his music. To, yes. I was gonna. You didn't let me finish today and yesterday. Ah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was definitely in uh, Player One the other night, just like humming melatonin. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah it's always cool to hear that like people have heard any of the music because um, that's exciting because a lot of, th- you know, for most of the time you're making music, no one gives a shit about it. Or at least that was my experience. Like for the first 
six years of making music. We're kind of coming up to the end of the interview segment, but here's a question for all three of us. Um, we've been talking a little bit about uh, always thinking about you and about breakups and getting through breakups, among other things, mostly other things. But I want to know, what is one thing that you wish you could tell your ex now? Hmm. What is what? Hmm. Anthony, do you want to go first? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's like 50 of them there's anthony has so me, many exes and they've all broken up with me <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> anthony has had a lot of failed relationships but he's doing good now yeah uh here's one for one that i don't i know doesn't listen to the podcast um uh stop lying on tiktok yikes <laughs> yikes that's ooh. no i have this ex who like has told the story of our breakup on tiktok to like a really big audience and i've always told her like you know, do what you want. She's a comedian. I'm like, do what you want. Like, get your she laughs. She does it on Twitter, too, doesn't she? Yeah, she also does that. All the But mediums. I'm just like, mm -hmm. do what you want. Like, I'm not going to get in your way. Um, Just like, give me a heads up if you're going to do it. And then, like, I watched her reels and TikToks that got, like, so many views. And it's like, everything that she says is accurate. But then she throws in, like, one or two lies that make, like, the, the situation, like, in her favor. Oh, no. And I'm just like, why did you do that? Like, you, you People were... People don't want to be the bad guy, Anthony. Yeah, Nobody I'm like, you were in the right here but why did you tell these two lies like this doesn't make uh, any sense to me does it shed any good light on her is that what it is yeah it that's is. why okay. you know nonsense you know that if somebody's if somebody's spewing shit that's true even like the truth hurts but like if somebody's saying honest hurts. things <laughs> that hurt like they still feel bad that they're shit talking right hmm. so they're gonna put themselves in better light even if it's untrue but i feel like for com like you said this person does comedy yeah i feel like for comedy that doesn't benefit like you no. like to be like the either hero or victim of a story isn't like funnier like that's that seems like like oh man if anything add something to make you seem like a shittier person like that's yeah that's what's funnier yeah make the bus hit everybody yeah exactly <laughs> That's tough. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, no, it's fine. I'm I'm like super nothing, mad about it. No, like every <laughs> everything that she does does not affect me and I'm really happy for her. Like truly. I want I want her to be happy because it seems like for a long time she was really really hurt not just by me but by other men. And I really hope that she is able to get to a place where like she doesn't feel so cynical about that. We've been I really hoping want this that. for her for a long time. Yes, I really do hope this for her. We actually saw her not long ago. Oh, yeah. And then she told another lie to my <gasps> friend who she was with. Uh, yeah. Is yeah. it Miranda Cosgrove? Yes, is it's this? Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> Yeah, but like I really want her to be happy and you know, you you can be honest about what happened. Like it does not paint me in a good light. So just, you know, get your laughs, do what you need to do, but be honest about it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. What about you? Something you'd like to say to your ex? I think something I'd like to say to my my first ex. Um I'm the sorry about the horse. One? Yeah, I'm oh. sorry about getting kicked in the face by a horse. And I'm sorry for breaking up with you over AIM. AIM. <laughs> That's no good. Um, as for the other exes, I feel like I'm on pretty good terms with most of them. Like, I think I have one ex that I think I think it ended badly, and I'd I'd probably say, hey, sorry about that. But they're they're off doing their own thing. I think for the most part, I've had I've been lucky to have pretty amicable breakups, and they've all been pretty good. And I've had lucky bitch. I am a pretty lucky bitch. That is kind of that's kind of my uh, my whole shtick is being super lucky with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything to say that like that's burning deep. Any like serious regret that I'm like ah, I fucking should have done this in this in like in this in a specific relationship. So I think it's the horse thing. I think I say I'm sorry about Taz yeah. and I'm sorry for breaking up with you on AIM. I think I'll I'll go with my my high school ex. 
I'm sorry that I ate all of the Sour Patch Kids in a day that you got me while you were out of town. It was like a Costco bag of Sour Patch Kids. I ate it all in a day and we couldn't make out the next day. So I'll say sorry for that. (laughs) Because my mouth was literally raw. Oh, yeah. I have have this this thing. I need to continue eating them, even if it hurts. Yep. They they just like that that sort of mouth watering sour, and then you've got this chewy stick to your teeth. I just couldn't stop, and I, it was literally like this like two pound bag that yeah. I ate in a matter. I was in high school. I had a faster metabolism back then. I was on the swim team. Uh, you know, it it went down easy, and then the next day we couldn't make out, and Bleh. I felt really bad about it. Bleh. I understand though. Sour Patch Kids are delicious. They mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. I, I always give Anthony the yellow ones. Oh, because she hates me. Yeah. No. No, it's because I don't like the yellow and green ones. So, like, if I'm in the movie theater, also my least favorite ones. Yeah, but you take them anyway. I, I'm, I'm. If I open something, if I open like a pack of of chips or something, I'm not some. I have to go through the entire thing, which is why I don't really buy any of that kind of stuff. Like, if I if I open the two pound snack size, I that doesn't like if if it comes (laughs) in a pack of like twelve snack size ones, I'm going through the entire. No, I'm saying just buy one snack size. I'm never gonna buy one (laughs) snack size thing. I I'll go. I usually go like. Like no snacks and then like one day someone will be like hey let's get let's get these like uh, like a family size bag of takis and i'll fucking oh that's that thing. is that literally is dangerous yeah. anthony is literally that like, yeah he if he has like uh if we're at a if we're I'll at a one party talkie, and then the bag is gone yep. yeah if that's we're at a party the and there's way. chips on the table anthony will stand there at the bowl of chips and oh just God. eat all the chips okay well, my bro- <laughs> my brother is is like a very fancy guy um and he uh he's older than me and he's like he works in journalism and he's Ooh. he's a jet setter and he flies all over the place and he does stuff um and he invited me to a party he was visiting los angeles and he invited me to a party up in the up in the hills and i was like i'd love to go harrison this sounds so exciting and i get to the party and the uh <laughs> they have this whole spread of like delicious foods and like figs and stuff and my brother is trying to introduce me to people and i have like a couple too many drinks and eat every single fig at the party oh to the my point God. when someone like and i wasn't talking to anyone i was just <laughs> i polished off 35 figs and no one else was eating it because it was one of those parties where like that's not the thing like no one's eating all this stuff you're not supposed to actually eat supposed- the beautiful spread and i fucking housed it and someone came <laughs> somebody to, had to so, someone came to my brother and was like is that your brother going to town on the charcuterie board and he was like yes that is and so i haven't been invited back but there you have it you can let your brother know i won't eat the entire charcuterie board if he wants to invite me to a party in the hills yeah they're they're fun they're they're good i'll 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 uh both figs are delicious and parties in the hills are fun so. i haven't been to one of those in a while there there was a time in my life when i was in my 20s that uh, I have a friend, she and I would get invited to these types of parties because she and I came as a pair. Mm -hmm. We were these hot, skinny young girls that always wore skimpy dresses and made out. And so we got invited to like all these fancy parties all the time. And I miss that. I miss that time in my life. Yeah, Your 20s parties. only last so long. Take advantage of all the parties with the fig. 20s ta- only last exactly 10 years. When you turn 30, <laughs> when you turn 30, everything feels the same as your 20s, except like you want to go home a lot sooner. Well, and nobody a, invites you to things as much. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm a home early guy. At, like now I go to bed like 1030 every yeah. night. Don't go That's to the second you location. you do so much stuff. I do a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you need the energy when you wake up in the morning uh, with the halo hanging <laughs> from the four uh, the four post bed. Yeah. Is that- 
<laughs> and I think that's a good place to transition to our next part of the show. Who would like to, before we call it a day, play a little game of hashtag mood? Me. Absolutely. I'd love to. What's your What is hashtag mood, you ask? Hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we're going to do is go over to the Tunes and Tumblers inbox where we have messages from fans of the show, fans of Carter, people who got the wrong number and were like still trying to ask us to do stuff. There was one in another language. Yeah, that happens from time to time. But what we're going to do is take some of those suggestions. These are things that people are going through in their lives, things that are on their mind, shower thoughts, big boy little thoughts, and we're going to try to pick some songs to match that mood. And mm. I've actually got a couple here picked out that I want uh, us to do. Um, but also, I dropped my notes, and I don't know where it went. Here it is. So this is a fan of yours, Carter. It's at underscore underscore G underscore Rod, and then another couple underscores who wants primarily underscores, mostly underscores. And this person wants a playlist for a 2000s teen coming of age film. Mm. So I might wait. You're just, we, you're just picking, one song. Pick some. Pick two. Pick, pick, two. pick two songs. Usually when we've got like a big group, then everyone picks one, but let's do two. Do two. I think, oh, you know what? A great song. This isn't 2000s, but I feel like it would fit perfectly in that. The song Um Shalala by Haley Hendricks. Mm. You familiar with it? No, I'm not. Oh, give it. I give, feel like it sounds familiar. Uh, it's a great song and it, uh, it's, it would be great as an intro to a movie. I feel mm. like it would just, it would hit so hard. When you're doing like all the overhead shots of like the school and yep. the town and. Exactly. Yeah. It, should, it should be in like the opening to Booksmart. Have you guys seen Booksmart? I fucking love Booksmart. Such a good movie. There is this really uh, odd part where these Barbies are undressing themselves in the mirror before like they walk out of the room and it's like a Toy Story moment where the Barbies are like undressing themselves. It was really odd. It's like a stop motion very. In Booksmart? Cool. Yeah. It's that. exactly. It's one of those moments that nobody remembers. And when I was playing trivia, it was one of those things where you have to f- name the movie that this scene came from. And we were all like, what the fuck? No, I know what it's from. I don't know the name of it. I don't remember that at, that at all. That's it's so one strange. of those things that it would just go over your head. You wouldn't even think about it ever again until you, rem- until, until you somebody until reminds you. Remi- yeah, remember yeah, it. Yeah, and it's weird. It's like they're not real Barbies. They're kind of like ugly knockoff looking Barbies. And they un- one of them's in a nurse outfit. And she's just like, oh, I'm getting undressed. It's really weird. Anyway. What are your... S- okay, so that's one song. Yeah. Um, and it has to be two thousand. It should be two thousands music. Yeah, like it doesn't 2000s. have to be. We can also take out all of the dead space, so you sound real smart. Yeah, I'm gonna be silent for eight minutes while I look for a song. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. I think you know. It's actually, uh, it's not two thousands, but one of my favorite songs that that feels like an, a coming of age kind of song um, is Simulation Swarm. I like that song a lot. Who's that by? By Big Thief. Mm. Oh yeah. Simulation Swarm by Big Thief is a great one. Um, yeah, I think I think those might be my two for now. I'm, I might I might if if I throw, hear yours, yeah, throw yeah. in one. So I'm gonna go with Teen Dream by Beach House. It's not a 2000 song, but Beach House. We're not is even choosing 2000 great. songs here. No, uh, but the other one has to be. Uh, so it's it's uh, Tearing Up My Heart by NSYNC. Yeah, that is my favorite NSYNC song, and I was never an NSYNC girl. 
I actually, when I was 10 years old, my dad bought me and my sister and uh, his ex-wife uh, tickets to go. She wasn't the ex at the time. Uh, tickets to go see Backstreet Boys at the what was called the Arrowhead Pond. I will forever call it the Arrowhead Pond um, in Anaheim. And we got to see Beach. Uh, we got to see Backstreet Boys live. Backstreet Boys wow. and Beach House double feature. Oh, wow. that would be so tight. I would be so excited. Anthony has some fun Backstreet Boys stories that he's told in past episodes yeah go into that that's into your the cue archives. to listen to all 146 episodes until you find it yeah <laughs> it's yeah. it's actually gonna we're gonna we're gonna make you you get a prize if you can name what the episode yes. is in fact hit us you, up in our dms yes, we'll give you some if merch you, if you are able to find the episode and time code where i mention like the time that i met the backstreet boys you get a special prize that we will come up with and it's um, not the pugs you, I mean, you can have a share of the pugs. No. Yeah. One fifth of pugs. I'll let you pet them. You can take home some of their glitter. All they're mm. trying to do is build equity in the pugs. Yeah. So as their value increases, so does the value of their shares. Mm. What would you What would you value the pugs at right now? What's the valuation? Well, currently? this boy. What's the market cap for this these boy pugs? cost fourteen hundred dollars. I mean, he's oh. a rescue, but he was fourteen hundred dollars because we had to fly him from South <laughs> Korea so to be here. Sleepy. Sweet he pizza. literally is like, put me back down. Yeah. <laughs> pizza, you're he's expensive. So tired. Okay, oh, so he's my, back down. we bought him four pierogi. To be fair, and he was the most expensive gift you could buy your child. Oh, so let me it. think. My my two songs. Um, there was a point in like 2003 where every movie trailer had a Michelle Branch song in it. So I'm going <laughs> to do everywhere by Michelle Branch because that song is still a banger to this day. I used to listen to that album all the time while I was playing Beyond Good and Evil on the GameCube. Is and Michelle if that doesn't Bran date me to like 2003, I don't know what does. Is Michelle Branch the one that did White Houses? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I That's listened the one to her, where she like lost I her virginity. Her album, I had her album, The Spirit Room, which I really, really loved. When I was in high school, and I had a mixtape that somebody made for me. It wasn't a mixtape. It was a CD of a bunch of different songs. And I literally, that was that CD and one other that was burned for me. Uh, it was All Incubus was the other one. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Oops, All Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, All Incubus. Um, it was, I keep mixing them up. Vanessa Carlton did yeah, White Houses. Yeah, everyone, me everyone mixes them up. It's because they're like constantly. the same person from the same time. Um, I want to I wanna throw one more in the ring. Do it. Um, Donna Lewis's I, Lo I Love You Always Forever. It's, it's, oh a, it's my from gosh. Yes. The yes. My it's mom actually had that CD. It's, it's, it's an, I don't know the rest of the songs on the CD, to be fair, but I, I love that song. I don't either. And I think having a... Oh, I've always wanted to do a cover of that song in like in its current You iteration. probably should. I know. It's now such that a good you've song. said it, you've put it's, it I've out. I've spoken it into the universe. Mm -hmm. Let me think. One more song. Um, so I'm keeping it with 2003 and cool. going back to our brief talk about Smash Mouth. I'm going to pull from their 2003 album. Um, the opening track of that is called Hang On and it was never a hit of theirs, but it should have been. <laughs> it should have been a hit. It was just so catchy. Like the they just blast out in the chorus and it's like this song about like just hang on everything's gonna get better and if that doesn't that. scream like 2000s teen coming of age film i don't yeah. know what does so yeah that's another album that i would listen to while playing beyond good and evil on the on the gamecube so <laughs> on the old gamecube yeah what? in my room i had one of those box like combination uh tv v uh vcrs oh, and yeah. i would just plug my video game system into that i mean that's if we're gonna memory. I, I want to do one more because everybody else did one more. I'm going to do Waterfalls because oh, yeah. honestly, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And nobody else does that song better than TLC. And I actually went to a TLC and um, 
new kids on the block uh at the forum like i mm. feel like this is like maybe eight years ago um well, I, got, I, I got to see i got my the i got my last left one from tlc i, I got, think it's I, just c maybe l if i'm if we're all doing three then my last one is cry me a river wow <laughs> yeah 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 a little that's... timberlake yeah because you need something for like you know the moment where like the two leads reunite yeah yeah mm-hmm. or maybe cry me a river is where they fall apart yeah, yeah. yep yeah that's it it's not a happy ending it can never be. Yeah. That brief moment where everything is lost. Sometimes they're happy endings. It depends on your masseuse. Okay. Incredible. <laughs> how, do, how, do we, how do we feel about this playlist? Is this a good playlist for our underscore person? I think so. Underscore person. Underscore. Uh, underscore. Underscore G underscore Rod. And then two more underscores. I think it's a pretty good playlist. And I also maybe great. throw in that song that's like, look around the world, pretty baby, is it? Yes. Oh, I think that's got to oh, be in every oh, 2000s. Roll to me. Who did that? Oh, oh I got I this. I got this. Roll it. to me. It's what not like that? Spin Doctors, but it's it's someone it's like someone that. someone like that. It's not, it's, it's not Bodine's, right? No, it's no. not. Roll to me is... It's Delamitri. Delamitri. I would have never guessed that. That's a made-up name. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's wild. Sorry. Delamitri. It's, it's, it's on my tearing up my heart playlist. That's a Bernstein Bears <laughs> moment of like, that didn't exist until you spoke it into existence. <laughs> right. Okay, one more, one more mood. And this one actually comes to me because I've been feeling this mood for the past two days. Two days ago, my Instagram account was hacked and oh, I no. can't get back into it. And... Now um, he's hiding out in his uh, po- uh, his pandemic project. Yeah, I, I rebranded like this abandoned pandemic project Instagram and I rebranded it as myself. And I'm like, while my normal account is trying to sell you crypto, this is where I'm hanging out. So your uh, your the mood is your Instagram ha- account has been hacked and you're being forced to hang out on a burner account and you're really sad and hoping things are going to work out. I immediately have one. It's evicted by Wilco. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow, that was a good choice. Oh, uh, so it's, so, and then Optimist by Beach Friends. Wow, you had this ready to yeah, go. Actually, you were so they, fast with it, that. they were brand new songs that were on my my release radar this week. Um, you know, Beach Friends is is coming up with new stuff. Wilco's coming up with new stuff. Um, I I love listening to artists' new music, especially artists that I already listen to. I like yeah. keeping up with whatever they're creating. And so these are two songs that were literally right next to each other on my like recently added songs of new that actually came out this past week. So hmm. I think, yeah, you look like you got something ready, Carter. I think I have something ready. Uh, it. If it's if if we're talking, the situation is I'm 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 out of my Instagram account. Something's going dramatically wrong. I think the song I'm going for is so busted by culture abuse. <laughs> song fucking slaps um <laughs> anthony does it feel so busted it's real busted yeah <laughs> that yeah i think i think i think and the, the refrain of that song is because life is so busted my car is so busted and it just keeps listing oh. things like that and it's it's a very high energy great song my so, rent so busted exactly Ooh, do you have another one i think keep your head up by oh who's that by um Gotta oh, keep your head up. Mm. No, uh, that one by the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Yes, you know that's oh, I fucking love them I so much. So much. I want to go to. I I've been to New Orleans so many times, but I've yet to go to Preservation Hall, and I really yeah. want to go. There was like a moment like four years ago where they like blew up into the mainstream, and they were playing like every festival. Yeah, it's that that song is unbelievable. Are you familiar with that song? In yeah, particular? it's so good. Yeah, oh my I god, I listen to that in the car all the time, and it's like they're so good. It feels amazing. Um, I think for me, I'm like oscillating between two moods that I'll explain. With songs. Cool. The first song is going to be Not Today uh, by Blossom. 
Um, it's blossom, but without all like any of the vowels. It's blossom. 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 Yeah. Yes, we In saw them play at Life Is Beautiful last year, and basically, um, they are just listing off like all the things in their life that are busted, but like they're not going to let it get them down. Like, um, I say, like all these things are going wrong, but I say not today. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes I feel like that, and then sometimes I feel like Adam Sandler and the Wedding Singer when he says. Uh, when he sings that Cure-esque song, uh, <laughs> Somebody Kill Me. So I'm fine, everyone. I'm not going to so, kill myself so, over an Instagram account. Solid combination. That's a, that's a wild playlist right there. I like well, that. Keep an eye on Anthony for the next 24 hours. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, we're under. I'm under observation. But, you know, th- if you listeners have a mood of your own, why not drop by our Instagram DMs? We're always taking moods, but also we ask for them anytime we have an artist who's about to join us. We also have a, a hotline that people haven't called in a while. That is 626-604-6477. I know that a lot of people get um, like scared about leaving their voice on, on uh, a voicemail box because be it's scared. the 2020s. But also, if you do that, we are going to prioritize your moods. So I love that you guys have a voicemail, but that's oh, awesome. Yeah. We actually got spam the other day. It was some other... I don't even know what language it was in. I listened to it twice and I was like, what the fuck was that? That was me leaving a message. It was a, <laughs> it no, was it not it was not an Anthony voice. This was this was it was odd. It was pizza. It was pizza. Mm. He, Sweet we pizza. still don't think he's we he came from South Korea. Mm. We don't think that's why he doesn't listen to us. Yeah, yeah he, doesn't he doesn't actually speak, like, speak English. He still speaks Korean. That's understandable. It's kind of yeah. cool. Well, unfortunately, it's that time to shut down the bar. This bar is only open for about an hour at a time. In the morning. Once a week. In the morning. <laughs> Yikes. No wonder we're do not it? doing enough business. Can I say it? Yeah, why not? Closing time. Okay. That's oh, I it. I thought you were going to keep. I thought it was no, going to No, no, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's all I'm going to do. But before they kick you out and force you to go to the second location, um, I want to know what's up for you. Um, what do you have to plug? I think uh, if you are inclined to listen to music, um, which if you're listening to this podcast feels like what you, it feels like you are inclined, go listen to Always Thinking About You. It's a song that I like a lot, and I'm I'm excited about it being out in the world. Um, aside from that, depending upon when this podcast actually comes out, maybe the whole EP is out already. When does this podcast come this out? Come it out will on be Wednesday. before oh. the new EP. The, yeah. the new EP is September 12th, September, right? I think, yeah, September 12th. Yeah. Um, and when are you going to perform some of this stuff live? I want to do some shows out in uh, in LA soon. My, the problem is most of my band's out in Nashville, and so it's ex- very expensive to fly them out. Um, but I hope to have uh, a show Get a in Patreon. September. It's, it I supposedly I helps. I, I suppose. <laughs> I haven't seen the proof yet. <laughs> I had one for a week, and then I was like, I don't know if I have the time to make more content specifically for Patreon, but I might reboot it. Um, yeah, so listen to Always Thinking About You. Um, I'm in the process of creating the next EP, which I'm super excited about. Um, I'm not, I can't say what it's called yet, but I'm fucking amped about it. We're and, amped. Yeah. And so yeah, listen to music, listen to, uh, listen to, to other artists as well. And, um, yeah, call into, to, to call into this, to this show's pot, uh, voicemail. Cause I love the idea that you guys have a voicemail. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. We're that cool. <laughs> you guys We're that, are that old. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant us. to say. <laughs> oh no, no, no. That's before our time, sir. <laughs> well, Carter, <laughs> don't fax me anything. Thank you so much for coming out on a Sunday morning to enjoy cocktails with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for getting trashed with us on a Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, Sunday fun day. to do. Goddamn. <laughs> Sunday fun day. And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. 
Be sure to follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much. And if you go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you can sign up for our Patreon, as we've been saying a lot. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Plus, there are tons of perks for you to enjoy. Tunes and Tumblers was produced this week by Madeline May while Drew is finding himself somewhere in the desert and researched by Lily Eason. Jamie Kahn handles all of our digital content. Our theme song is by the band New New Girlfriend, who is actually playing at the Hotel Cafe, I think later this week. So go. <gasps> Are we going to go see them? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time. Cheers. Cheers. We were standing in the kitchen at your brother's barbecue. I make my way into the backyard. I'm diving in the pool because I want you. Yes, I think I think too much. We're surrounded. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.